Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. G'day, legends. Just a reminder that 6 p.m. tonight, our black corduroy hats drop at rugbyleagueguru.com.au. As you know, we had the maroon ones a couple of months ago. They went out in about two minutes, completely sold out in two minutes. These will move just as quickly. A perfect sack filler for Christmas for him, her, or yourself. Make sure you're there tonight, rugbyleagueguru.com.au. 6 p.m. New South Wales time. You fuckers up there in Queensland with two heads. Make sure you're there, New South Wales time. These will move very, very quickly quickly and are very unlikely to return. See you there, 6 p.m. New South Wales time, rugbyleagueguru.com.au. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously we've had a couple of weeks off and we want to catch up on all the news stories from the last couple of weeks. So we're going to do it over the next few days, catching up on certain things that caught my eye. I've got three topics that I want to go through with you this morning and discuss. Uh, The first one is Tohu Harris. He obviously re-signed with the New Zealand Warriors the other day. We're going to touch on that quickly. thought it was really cool how he went about it. So Tohu Harris re-signed with the Warriors, our first topic. Our next topic, we have got the Newcastle Knights and their jerseys for season 2024, which I'm really into. I'm very, very keen on these jerseys, so we're going to talk about those. There are a few other jerseys that have dropped over the last few weeks, which we'll talk about as well, but this Newcastle Knights one really stands out to me. Uh, And then, of course, the Canberra Raiders down there. A lot of conversation around what their spine's going to look like at the start of next season. I mean, outside of Jamal Fogarty, we really don't know who's going to line up anywhere in that side. Uh, Thankfully, he is staying in the nation's capital for another couple of years recently sign until the end of 2026 and personally I think that is going to be super super important for the Canberra Raiders so those are our three topics we are going to cover this morning we'll get stuck into those let's start with Tohu Harris and obviously he's the captain of the New Zealand Warriors Uh, he is the spiritual leader he is everything he just epitomizes what the New Zealand Warriors are and they always seem to have this sort of a guy in their footy side don't they you look back you're Steve Price you're Simon Mannerings Tohu Harris he has just kept that flame alive and he really is one of the most inspirational leaders in rugby league I'll be completely honest with you when Tohu Harris re-signed, and I read this the other day, I sort of thought to myself, my God, geez, he's getting a bit injury-prone, isn't he? He's carrying a lot of injuries. Uh, and then I thought back to the last time he re-signed, and it was the exact same thought process. I think he's just one of these guys, he just simply goes too hard for his own good, Tohu Harris. He is a fantastic leader. I'm sure he's going to be carrying niggling injuries. I'm sure he's going to miss you know, a game every five or six weeks throughout the rest of his career. That's probably the reality of it. But I think it simply comes down to the sort of person he is, the sort of leader he is. Uh, and I think the New Zealand Warriors should be stoked with this one. And I know a lot of us get very worried about injuries and everything. Like, it wasn't that long ago that people were telling me that the Broncos signing Adam Reynolds was ridiculous because he was injury-prone. I mean, yeah, you know what? He's missed games with injury. Uh, He's been carrying niggles for the last two years, but he's turned the Broncos from, you know, a wooden spoon side to... 
you know, one of the premiership favourites. They just lost a grand final that they probably beat the vast majority of teams in grand finals over the last, you know, 20-odd years. So I understand that concern, and it was my instant reaction as well, to be completely honest with you. But I think Torhu Harris, I, I just think it's a no-brainer here for the New Zealand Warriors, and I love the way that Torhu Harris spoke about signing with the club. I think the quote was something like, I want to stay here to win a premiership. And I love that the New Zealand Warriors are coming in with that mindset. I think for far too long, and obviously I'm not inside the walls, on the outside looking in, it looks like the New Zealand Warriors, their aim has been to make finals. I love now that they finished top four last year and now they're going, you know what, fuck it, we want to win a comp. That is our goal. And I think this is where you can actually start to achieve things. Being a top four team is fantastic. Uh, It's a great achievement. There's no that whatsoever, but you don't just want to be a top four team. You want to be a team that wins a premiership. Toyo Harris, he's been there. He's done it with the Melbourne Storm. He knows what it takes. He probably looks around the room that he's in right now and knows that he's got the caliber to be able to win a premiership. And you have a look at their side. You know, with him in the forward pack, AFB, you've got Mitchie Barnett, you know, you've got talented guys there. You've got a nine in Wade Egan who well and truly holds his own. He might not be a superstar, but he well and truly holds his own. You've got the experience of Sean Johnson in the halves. 5'8", it'll be interesting to see who lands there next year. A number of guys that they've got to choose from there, a number of talented guys as well. Obviously, there's some young outside backs, but there's also a lot of experience out there. DWZ, Chance, Roger returns to the side this year. So uh, the Warriors are very, very exciting. It will be interesting, as I said at the start of last year, and I'm sure Warriors fans uh, will get upset when I say this, but it will be something I will say throughout the preseason as well. Uh, getting up there is a fantastic achievement. Staying there is a lot harder. And I said this last year that the teams that made a big jump in 2022 were the Cowboys, the Sharks, um, and the Eels. Uh, and I said, you know... the History tells us that two of these teams uh, will probably miss the finals next year. And a lot of fan bases got angry at me, called me a hater, all this sort of shit. Uh, as it played out, Parramatta and the Cowboys missed the finals there and the Sharkies went out in straight sets. So it's a fantastic achievement to get up there. But to be at the calibre of the Roosters, uh, the Penrith Panthers, the Melbourne Storm over the last 20 years, you need to stay up there. And that's where the real challenge is. South Sydney as well, another team that has stayed up there. It is a whole new ball game. Uh, you now become the hunted. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the New Zealand Warriors uh, handle that next season. Uh, normally with the Warriors, I would be very, very, very nervous about it. Uh, the coach gives me hope, though. I'm, I'm a big believer in the coach. So fingers crossed, but it will be something we'll talk about in the preseason. And this is the reality of when you get up there. And this is what I've been saying to New Zealand Warriors fans all year, you know, and it's not all New Zealand Warriors fans, but there are a lot of Warriors fans out there that constantly want credit. Uh, that's all good and well, but credit doesn't do shit for you. That's the reality of it. You know, you don't see the Penrith Panthers wanting credit for what they do in the regular season. They are focused on what they do come finals footy and September football. And the Warriors, they should be adopting that same mindset. For me, that's how you stay at the top. And I think Warriors fans, uh, people involved, they all need to adapt the exact same mentality. And I have no doubt whatsoever the coach does, and I'm pretty sure Torhu Harris does as well. So a fantastic re-signing here. Obviously, over the last few weeks, Adam Fanua Blake, that whole saga hasn't been fantastic. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but getting Torhu locked into 2026, sorry, 2025, uh, that is fantastic. So another two seasons there for Harris, and then we'll see where his career is at after that. I wouldn't be shocked to see him go maybe one more year at the New Zealand Warriors. I would imagine Torhu Harris and... You know what? He's a guy that I I'm I would say he would be 31, 32, I'd say, Torhu Harris. 
born 1992. Yeah, he's the same age as me. 31. Little reality check there for me. While when these guys are your age that you look at and think they've been playing rugby league forever and whatnot, really starting to hurt. Only going to get worse as we move forward. Uh, but yeah, Tolly Harris, fantastic signing. I wouldn't be surprised if he does play an extra season into 2026. That wouldn't shock me. I think it'll just depend, as we said earlier, how his body is holding up. But a fantastic get by the New Zealand Warriors. There's not many better leaders in this competition than Harris. And uh, he's a guy that, you know, Supercoach-wise, we'll be talking about him over the next few years once again. We always do. I think he's a low-key favorite of Timmy Williams as well. So I'm sure we'll be talking plenty of Toy Harris over the next couple of years. Jerseys. Jerseys starting to flood out for season 2024. Uh, there's a number of them that I really, really like. The South Sydney Rabbitohs one that I got sent to me, I really love that. The hoops that go all the way around, I think it looks fucking unreal. But I'll tell you what, the one for me that takes the cake is the Newcastle Knights jersey. Uh, I absolutely love the look of it heading into season 2024. I remember I was at like an op shop thing the other day and they had a Newcastle Knights jersey from like 2001 I think it was uh, and I took a photo of it and I sent it to Jackson I said mate this is right up there with your best jerseys and he said brace yourself we've got something like that coming out in 2024 which got me super excited uh, so to see it come out and play out the way it has I think it's fantastic uh, the home jersey it's obviously like um, the sort of red and blue V that runs down the middle that they sort of had in the early 2000s, which I absolutely love. I think it was very similar to the uh, Knights jersey that won the comp in 2001. Um, obviously, the 97 jersey and the Henny Penny jerseys are just unbelievable and unmatched and will never be beaten. But I love this 01 jersey as well. And anything that gives Joey vibes in Newcastle, I am all around. And I've obviously got KP in the home jersey. What I love, though, is that they've done the same with the away jersey. And um, it was funny, I was talking to my brother about this the other day. I showed him the jersey. He sort of went, eh, they're all right. And I sort of said, does that have any nostalgic sort of stuff for you? And he went, no, nah, not really, to be honest with you. So it is funny now, you know, I'm getting to that age where a 19-year-old, my brother, who's a, you know, a footy nut, can look at this jersey and it doesn't mean the same to him as it means to me because it was years before he was born, obviously. But the away jersey, it's obviously got the blue uh, V in the middle with the white outside it then the red on the edges. Uh, this jersey straight away reminds me of a night in Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, the Newcastle Knights went up there, I want to say 05, 06. Uh, they managed to beat a star-studded Brisbane Broncos side. And, of course, that night, the hero was Mr. Utility, Kirk. Gidley kicking one of the wobbliest field goals I have ever seen. And if you're a rugby league nut like me, I'm sure you will remember that night as well. And that jersey, this jersey coming out here gives me huge Kurt Gidley vibes, the away jersey and the home jersey. It just screams Joey to me when he did some of his most amazing things. So I love when clubs take their history, take their past and use it to build their future. And I think the Newcastle Knights have absolutely hit this one out of the park. I cannot wait to see them running around in this jersey. I, in particular, cannot wait to see Kalen Ponga running around in this jersey. Uh, you've obviously got Jackson Hastings, Jack Cogger, Tyson Gamble, Will Price up there. So a lot of competition for key spots up there, in particular the halves. I think you can lock Jackson into one of those spots. I think you can lock him into halfback and then it'll just depend how they want to play whether it's Tyson Gamble or Jack Cogger. A lot of people automatically saying Jack Cogger off the back of the grand final. I do think you need to keep in mind that what Jack Cogger did in that grand final was play a very traditional halfback role, which is what Jackson already does for that team. So I think people that are already locking in Cogger into that 5-8 spot, 
I I do not think that is a safe bet at all. I do I do think they will still go with Tyson Gamble to start the season, to be completely honest. I think he earned it last year. Uh, and I think it'll just be interesting to see how it all plays out. But regardless, they've got three halves there. It is never a bad thing. Uh, they've got a grand final hero who I'm not too sure if he will be in their 17 to start the season. Uh, he probably can't get a spot in the 14 jersey either because Phoenix Crossland obviously will remain in the side. He was one of their best last year. And Braley returns as well. So uh, depth for positions is fantastic for the Newcastle Knights for any footy side and they are in a very very good spot heading into season 2024 one of those sides as well that made a big jump up the ladder are they going to be able to maintain that spot in a similar spot to the New Zealand Warriors who sort of jumped up a lot this year it's going to be very very interesting because there's a lot of teams outside the top eight who I personally think have top eight rosters Uh, you've obviously got South Sydney uh, you've got the Parramatta Eels you've got the Cowboys it's going to be super interesting how it all plays out the other team that we're going to be watching very closely is the Canberra Raiders uh, and obviously we're not sure how their spine is going to line up for round one. You have a look at their hooker options. They've obviously got a stack of guys down there that can play nine. Uh, you would assume Wolford will probably be the first choice guy there uh, but there are plenty of options there and how they want to go about it. Uh, halfback, thank fuck that position is sorted out. Jamal Fogarty will be there uh, and it is great to see that he has re-signed as well which is our new sto- uh, our other story we're going to touch on. Raiders re-signed Jamal Fogarty until the end of 2026. So a huge get there for the Canberra Raiders. Obviously, as I said, we're looking at their side. We're not quite sure where guys are going to pop up, where they're going to be in this spine. To have that halfback position sorted for the next couple of years, is Jamal Fogarty an absolute superstar in our game? No, he's not. Is he an above-average halfback? In my opinion, yes, he is. I think he's still got a lot of things he needs to work on in his game. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, But I think he is a fantastic guy to keep down there. And I think he's just shown on many occasions that he's got the right mindset uh, to be able to handle being an NRL halfback. So if I'm the Raiders and I'm Ricky Stewart, I am absolutely stoked to keep him there. The reality is if it's not going to be him, who are you going to go for? Uh, It becomes very, very tough. So Jamal Fogarty, I think it's a fantastic get by the Raiders. He's locked into that halfback spot for another year or two. Sorry, for another three years, 24, 25, 26, which is great. They can now build around him. Who's going to play 5'8"? Fuck knows. I'm hearing Seb Chris being thrown up. I'm hearing Ethan Strange being thrown up. Uh, a lot of names that are popping up there. You've obviously got K.O. Weeks, who's arrived there as well. I'll be honest with you, I was huge on K.O. Weeks as a junior. When he came into first grade, I was less than convinced, though. So I'm a little bit nervous about how this is going to play out. I'm more and more worried by how much... I'm hearing the name Seb Chris pop up as a potential 5'8 option. One of those things you kind of don't want to believe. I just don't think it makes sense. I think he will be one of the centers. Uh, but filling that role left by Jack White is going to be a huge test. And then you've got the fullback spot as well, which will be very, very interesting. Keep in mind, by the end of the season, Jack White wasn't even playing 5'8. He was playing center. So very, very keen to see how it all lands and where it's going to fall. You've obviously got the fullback position, as we were just about to mention. Who is going to land in that Raiders fullback jersey? Seb Chris. He started the season there last season. Uh, he obviously got the nod over Xavier Savage. I actually thought Seb, you know, at the start of the season, it was uh, very awkward. It was very ugly. Let's be honest here. He's not a fullback, Seb Chris, but I thought he made a really good fist of it. But that was when they had Jack White. And without him, I'm a little bit worried if they've got enough strike in this team to have Seb Chris as their fullback, just trying hard and doing a good job. Uh, Xavier Savage... Look, from the outside looking in, it looks like he's on the outside. I don't know how else to put it. I don't know how else to really describe it. That's just my vibe that I'm getting. I don't have any more information, but 
or any inside knowledge or any shit like that, but it just looks like Xavier Savage is on the outside down there. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands, if he can get a spot in this team. Uh, you got my boy, young Chevy Stewart, who, uh, once again, I was so high on him coming out of the Cronulla Shark system. He's gone down to the Canberra Raiders. I thought he held his own in New South Wales Cup. I don't think he blew it away like I was probably expecting him to. And I'll be honest with you, as I've said a few times in the New South Wales under-19s, I thought he was a little bit underwhelming in that game. I thought that was a game that he really could have grabbed and blown it away. So is he ready for first grade right now? I'm not completely convinced. I think he might be their best option. Uh, I think he's the guy with obviously the highest ceiling and the most potential. But is he ready to play first grade football? Football in you know twelve weeks' time. I, I I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not super confident on it. So it's interesting to see where they land. They've got Jordan Rapiner who stepped in there and done a great job over a number of years. Whenever he fills in at fullback, do you want to run an entire season with Rapiner playing fullback, being the unorthodox sort of guy he is? I'm not sure. So really interesting between Chevy Stewart, Ko Weeks, Seb, Chris, uh, all these guys where they land. I'm just not sure uh, how it's all, all going to work out. You've also got Troy Dargan down there on a. Train and trial contract. Uh, now, Dargan is a guy that I watched at Parramatta a couple of years ago at a trial game, and I remember walking away from there going, fuck, that kid can play. Uh, just hasn't really been given all that many opportunities. He was at South Sydney, he was at Brisbane. He's now landed in Canberra, and there's an opportunity there for him to grab it, because of all the guys we just spoke about, obviously, Ethan Strange is a genuine six. You all saw him play center for New South Wales and brain it, but he has played six coming through. That's where that's where I first saw Ethan Strange play at the Roosters for the first year or so. He's a kid that is very, very talented. I'm not sure if he's up to first grade yet either yet. Uh, he obviously branded in the New South Wales game. was very impressive. But then when he came into first grade, obviously he had a tough task against the Melbourne Storm, but he was shown up in defense on that day. He was obviously heavily targeted, which you're going to be as a young guy coming into first grade. Uh, but yeah, very interesting to see which direction the Raiders go. I wouldn't be surprised to see Troy Dargan grab a top 30 spot there for the Canberra Raiders. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, become somewhat relevant throughout the season. So really interesting situation. But the one thing that we do know is who the halfback will be. It will be Jamal Fogarty. We know he is locked in. Obviously, last season, uh, I think he started the season late or whatever. He's now got a whole preseason and everything to get himself ready, get himself G'd up, uh, and just get himself used to how the Cam Braders are going to work. And now... The one advantage about for, for Jamal Fogarty is that now the team is centered around him. It's not centered around Jack Wyden, uh, you know, a, a ball runner. It is centered around Jamal Fogarty. So very, very keen to see how he handles this next challenge. Very keen to see how the Canberra Raiders will go. They're probably my favorite team to fall out of the eight that made it last year, if I'm completely honest with you. And I think they will be for a lot of people. But Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There is something down there in the nation's capital. They've got some serious grit about them, and they just they just fight for every inch, don't they? So they're very hard to rule out. Never won a game 13 plus, won a stack 1 to 12, and it just shows what the Canberra Raiders are all about and what they're building down there in the nation's capital. But Jamal Fogarty locked in. Every other position, fucking God knows what they're going to do there, what this spine is going to look like. I think that if you're able to pick what their spine will look like in round one now, uh, I think that's sort of lotto ticket stuff. It's going to be very, very interesting, and I'm sure it will change 
quite a bit throughout season 2024.